In this episode of the Data Career Podcast, I talk about a situation that you'll soon find yourself in is, should you accept this data job offer or not? This is Data Career Podcast, episode 43. Welcome to the Data Career Podcast, the podcast that helps aspiring data professionals land their next data job. Here's your host, Avery Smith. Welcome back to another episode of the Data Career Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about something that you will face if you have not already faced it, and that is what should you do with your first data offer? You know, maybe you're sitting right here and you're like, ah, I'm just breaking into the field. I haven't quite got my first data analytics job offer yet. Or maybe you're like, I've had three or four. And no matter how much experience with you have with it, it's difficult deciding like what choice to make, whether to accept it or not. And this episode was inspired by a message that I actually got on LinkedIn from a gentleman we'll call Jay. Jay says, hi, Mr. Smith, I'm a big fan. I am writing to see if you could help me with deciding on whether or not to accept my first data analyst job offer. So this is his first offer he's ever gotten as a data analyst. I currently work in operations for an airline. The job offer is for an operations entry-level data analyst position at a smaller airline. The pros are, is that it would be a way to get experience as an analyst and it pays more than I currently make. The cons are is it seems like a lot of manual entry type work and only really uses Excel. Plus I'd have to move out of state, although there is a chance of working remotely. The other thing he said is he's done seven out of the eight Google data analytics professional certificates and working on a couple different projects, leaning towards taking the job, but not sure if it's a great fit. I would hate to turn down a job offer that would lead to experience and potentially an even better paying job down the road. So this is my advice to Jay. Well, let's first talk about what Jay did really well and what you can do really well. You know, Jay doesn't have any data analytics experience. He says this is his first data job offer, right? But I love what Jay did is, you know, he works in operations. So the job he applied to is an operations data analyst. So he's using and leveraging his past experience to land this new job. Next, is it's for an airline and he currently works for an airline. Once again, leveraging his experience that he does have, obviously it's not super data related, but your current or your past experience is relevant in the data world. You just need to figure out how. So if you're a teacher, we can find you an educational data analyst job. Let's say you've worked in marketing. You can become a marketing analyst. No matter what you've done in the past, we can somehow relate it to a data job in the future. Now that does take a little bit of effort to try to actually make all those connections. But I promise you, if you sit there hard enough, you get the right help, you definitely can relate your prior experience to your new data job or your dream data job. So I love what Jay did there. Now, pros, listed out the pros here. I love this. Get experience as an analyst and it pays more than I currently make. Okay, that sounds like a win-win, right? One of the things I say a lot to my students inside of the Data Analytics Accelerator program and just on social media in general is let's figure out how you can get paid to learn data analytics. You can learn for free on YouTube. The internet has so many different resources. This podcast is a free way to learn. You can pay by going and get a master's degree, $20,000, you know, two years of your life, something like that. Or you can get paid to learn. And that's the method I prefer. And that's what Jay is saying here, where he's like, I could get paid more than I'm making now. And I can get experience as an analyst. Because that first data job that you get is by far the hardest data job. It will always be the hardest data job that you get. And just getting that down on your resume is worth so much because the next time it'll be easier. And then the next time it'll be easier. And then pretty soon it won't even be a problem. So that first data job is so critical to get on a resume. 
And if you can get paid more, it's pretty good. But let's talk about the cons. So the cons are there's a lot of manual entry. That's not fun. No one really likes that. And you only use Excel. I'm not the biggest Excel fan of all time, but Excel is really powerful and you can do a lot of things in Excel. You can make graphs, you can do machine learning. You can do a lot of things in Excel that you could with other softwares. Now, of course, that is still frustrating if you don't want to be working in that environment, but hey, who's to say you have to be there the rest of your life and who's to say that they're going to be using Excel for the rest of their lives too. He does go on to say that the hiring manager did seem a little bit frustrated with the lack of data tools and just like the data maturity in general. So that is a little bit of a red flag that we have to think about, but you know, you're not stuck here forever. Like it really, you could really transition after six months, after a year, after two years, right? And it could be really powerful to have this on your resume, get that experience and then land your next job that's using whatever tools you wanna use. Now, the other con that Jay mentioned is you have to move out of state. Now that one's hard because I moved out of state when I got my first data job, I worked for ExxonMobil. And so I moved to Houston, Texas, away from Salt Lake City, Utah. So that one's hard because it really depends on how much you love where you live. I moved back to Utah because that's how much I loved it. But if you, you're willing to be like, be kind of curious and have a little bit of fun, it might be fun to move out of state. Now I want you guys to pause the podcast right now and just think with the pros and cons that we've talked about, would you tell Jay to accept this job? Would you accept this job if you were Jay? And you might be in a similar situation right now where you're thinking, ah, I'm at this current job. I don't really love it. But this job, I don't know if I'm really going to love that job, but at least it's a data job. You might be in this exact situation. And if you aren't right now, you probably have been in the past or you will be in the future. So this is a good exercise to go through and think, man, should I accept this job or not? Now, hopefully you paused it and took a second to think about it. For me personally, my answer is it depends. And I know it's not the best answer because it's like, oh, we want an actual answer, Avery. But I think I would need a little bit more information from Jay. And if you're in the situation, think about this a little bit. How many applications have you sent out? Is this like your first application that you sent out and you got an offer on the first time? Or have you sent out a hundred and this is the last one you sent and you barely got a response? You know, that can really indicate for how long you've been trying to land this data job and how like desperate, I don't like that word, but you know, if you're really struggling, this might be a great entry step. If you're just starting off, there might be something better down the line coming. You know, you just never know. How big is the pay bump? That is a really big indicator for me. If we're talking, you know, $5,000, then it might be worth holding off a little bit and seeing if we can get something a little bit more substantial down the road. But if it's like a twenty dollars or $30,000 pay bump, heck yeah, let's take that. Let's go make $30,000 more than we were last year with getting experience on a resume. That is getting paid to learn data analytics. Now, are you open to moving? That's something I talked about. I really missed my family when I was away from home and it's great to be back, but you might be open to a new circumstance. It might be fun to try this new town. Also depends where the town is. If you told me I had to move to like Wichita, Kansas, I'd be less excited than if I was moving to like Miami, Florida. So depends on where the new place is as well. So that is kind of my thoughts to Jay. I'm like, you might want to do it, but you might not. It really just depends on the extra situation. So those are some questions to think through is, you know, how far are you on this journey of trying to transition? If you've been doing this for months, you're exhausted. This might be a really good stepping stone job. You could be there for eight months. You hate it. You go land your next job. You get another $30,000 pay bump. Boom. You're set. You're on a great path. You might not want to take it because you might have just started. You're like, this is my first application I sent out and it's only $5,000 more. I don't really want to move. You also want to think about like the perks and the benefits. Do they have good insurance? 
they have like a 401k matching program. Can you work remotely a little bit? You know, is it a flexible work schedule? Are you going to like your coworkers? Are you going to enjoy your manager? Is this an industry you're really sick of? Maybe you don't like airlines anymore and you need to move to something new. There's a lot of questions that you can ask yourself when you're going through this. And I actually have another episode that I created called something like 20 red flags when you're looking for a job. Go listen to that because that can also help you make this good decision. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you did, I'm going to have an awesome free masterclass that I know you're going to love. We're going to talk about a lot of things this episode talked about. You can get it absolutely for free at datacareerjumpstart.com training or using the link in the show notes down below. Hope to see you there.